Buying a house is typically the biggest purchase families make. So you want to have your numbers line up with your goals and budget. Learn how you can find the best mortgage rates when you house hunt. Welcome to Couple Money, a podcast focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump their debt faster, and get on the path to financial freedom together. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Learn how by visiting bankbetter.org. Are you two getting ready to start house hunting? Congratulations. When we were looking for our now current house, I remembered the excitement of it all. Visiting, entering places, seeing our options. I also remembered the other side of the house hunt getting things ready for that pre-approval letter, running our own numbers to figure out our budget, and reviewing mortgage documents. I admit, it's not the most exciting thing, but it is essential. At the time, it was a bit intimidating. Knowing that this was a huge purchase, we wanted to get it right. Thankfully, we had a great team with us that answered all of our questions. Now, years later, we're still happy with how things turned out. We have a home that we love that's also affordable enough that we can take care of other goals that we have. I want you to feel the same way about the home you buy. And a key part of that is finding the mortgage option that's right for your family's budget. This is why I'm thrilled to pull from the archives an enlightening chat I had with Wendy Dawson. She's the Vice President of Mortgage Lending over at Coastal Credit Union, and she decoded a lot of the jargon and gave fantastic tips on finding the right mortgage. In this episode, we get into mistakes to avoid as a first-time home buyer, typical costs of being a homeowner that go beyond the mortgage payment, and she clearly explains the differences between APRs, interest rates, origination fees, and points. There's a lot to cover, so let's get started. With your experience 20 plus years with mortgages and lending, what mistakes have you seen first-time home buyers make? I think the biggest, I hate to call it a mistake, or maybe it's more of a misstep, is not asking the right question, doing your homework. You know the old thing as far as if you fail to plan, then plan to fail as far as plan to fail. I think that one of the big things that's coming about, and I think we've recognized this with the CFPB, that's the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau, is the know before you owe. That just resonates with asking the right questions. Ask about the kind of cost, what kind of fees they would be looking at at the time of closing. Ask for good faith estimates. There's nothing wrong with inquiring Also, know your lender beforehand. A lot of people, they go out looking at houses, you're driving around, and all of a sudden you find something. You may have even scheduled a time to go and look at a property, and you've never even been pre-qualified or pre-approved. Build that relationship first and interview that loan officer. So know before you owe. There are many layers on that. That loan officer, if they're doing their, you know, fiduciary responsibility, They're going to go through the scenarios and they're also going to look at and ask the questions or help them frame or get to those right questions of what's your disposable income? What's their comfort level in spending? What are they currently paying in rent? And is this 
a comfort level for them. So they can back into that number because a lot of young couples, especially first-time home buyers, they don't realize there are going to be some additional fees once that loan is closed. Like you can't call a landlord when the plumbing issue, you know, creates itself. That expense is on you. Mm -hmm. So make sure you've got some reserve. Ask the right question. And there's not a question out there that is a wrong question. Sometimes this process can be very intimidating. So interview your loan officer and develop that relationship so that you before you owe, and they will kind of craft it and frame it on. They might even give you some direction on real estate agents. I, I also encourage that with first-time home buyers. Have an exclusive buyer's agent, somebody that's going to be looking out for your interest. In North Carolina, yes, an agent can carry a dual agency, but I really personally, I encourage buyer's agents. How would but, a couple find a lender? Where should they start off when they are looking at possible lenders? One thing to do is look at your own personal financing. Who do you do your community as far as your banking with, whether that's your credit union or community bank? Go in and ask the question. Most all of them are going to have financial advisors or mortgage lenders on staff there, okay? So go in and ask and let them know, I'm a first-time home buyer and I have my account here, my checking savings. You had mentioned some other costs that maybe as a homeowner are different than renters. Any other, besides if something breaks down, any other expenses that maybe home buyers need to plan and save for? Yes. One of the things that we can do, once you've found the lender that you resonate with and you've got a comfort level with them and they've given you what they call a good faith estimate, and they've gone through the fees, the summaries, and they can give you that snapshot of what you're going to be expected to pay at closing. Then there's the next step, and what I call the after party. When they get into the home, they forget sometimes that there are things like their internal and external furnishings. They probably already placed some of their furnishings and so forth, but they're going to be, of course, moving costs, utility setup, a lawnmower you may have to have. There are some of those additional expenses, and so they really kind of need to look at their reserve. That's why when the lender is going through the summary and pre-approval, they'll ask them to make sure that they have a few months reserve on hand for the credit qualifying. But they need to have monies available outside that as well because for repairs, there are a lot of layers to the actual equation here than just the snapshot of how much does this property cost me. I remember when we were buying our home, we had looked at the numbers ourselves because we wanted to know about how much we could qualify. When we right. went with one of the lenders, they gave us a completely different number. Basically, we could afford a house, but we couldn't do anything else besides that. So what considerations would you advise a couple when they are trying to run the numbers themselves before they talk to a lender? One of the things about, I mentioned the CFPB, that's the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau, they have a website as well. There's a big push, you might have seen it in the media, with the new trend. And this is basically about the integrated new disclosures. One thing there, you can go onto that website and you can actually go through and they'll give you the tools and it's artificial intelligence and they'll, you know, you can play with it and you put in the amount and you put in your debt and you put a rate that you've shopped. It's on online. You can find what rates are going. So they can kind of play and see what kind of payments they seem to feel comfortable with. And clock check their, kind of do their own QC on their lender of choice. The other flip side is that, is that when you go out to interview your lender, it's great to charge your own community bank or your credit union, but shop your lender. Mm -hmm. Mortgage bankers 
I would definitely think that's a great way to start with it was where you keep your, your personal savings checking relationship. But definitely take that scenario and shop it. Coastal, we encourage shop us. We want what's best for our members. And we feel like what's good for our members is good for Coastal. We believe in these new disclosures and the new timing requirements and the other changes, the rest on the fella. You know, they're, they're going to improve the transparency in getting a mortgage. And I think it empowers the borrower, especially in homeowners. So I, we encourage that. I think one of the things you'll find with our business partners, and also I, I want to believe the other lenders out there too, will do the same thing. That means discussing the changes, going through the scenarios, looking at all the options out there for first-time homebuyers. They've got an array of products and incentives out there. There are a lot of programs out there embracing, you know, first-time homebuyers and encouraging them. So just ask the right questions, and don't be afraid to ask those questions. I can give an example where one of our members came into one of our branch services and asked one of our member services about, you know, I've been a renter for several years, and I know probably I won't be able to afford a home, and it's probably a silly question, but any chance I could maybe talk to one of your mortgage representatives or make an appointment? And within two minutes, okay, one of our business development offices ran across the hall into the lobby. <laughs> now, we'll do that with that potential homeowner because, and to give them the time they needed, I think it was in a comfortable setting, and they didn't feel intimidated and asking the kind of questions. It's just creating that atmosphere. Proud to say that person owns a home today. Now, I know first-time home, home buyers, but even those that maybe already have purchased a home when they they're yeah. thinking about selling or buying a new one. A lot of them are thrown off by the jargon. They're not familiar yeah. with what they hear. And something right. I seen when you're looking at the interest rates and rates period, you see two numbers. You'll see the interest rate and then you see right. APR. Could yeah. you explain the difference okay. between the two? Yes. I know a lot of times that acronym is a death in this world, but it's the APR is the annual percentage rate, okay, versus the interest rate. Those are two different things. The APR, it just includes any and all additional costs associated with the transaction. It is the truth in lending. We can okay. give you an interest rate, and then we look at all the fees that you're going to incur with this loan, and what we have to do is we have to add those fees up and translate it, convert it to a factor, and over the term of the loan that the borrower is choosing. So what is the rate that you're realizing over 360 months? That's your APR. One of the things that we always, and this is not just isolated to first-time homebuyers. We encourage this. We want people to ask about the APR because that tells the real story. That tells you what you're really paying. There are a lot of rates out there that are extremely low, and you're going, oh, I want that 3.2 rate. But the APR on that is four and a quarter. It's because there are discount points and origination fees that are associated with that low rate. So it goes back to know before you go and ask the question, compare the rate. I think that was a, a big hang up when we started. I remember asking my husband, did he know the difference? And that had thrown us for a loop. Because sometimes, like you mentioned, you might have a big difference in the, the interest rates and you're wondering why one's lower. But when you look at the APR, that makes more sense. Exactly, it does. You have to make an informed decision in order to do that. You make sure that your loan officer is giving you the information for you to do that. And you want to entertain those low rates. Compare them to the higher ones. And then compare the APR. And see where you maximize the return. 
Yes, it may save you 60 to $70 a month, okay, depending on the rate differential. But then what did you pay for that rate? How long did it take you to maximize the return on that upfront cash to buy that rate down? Another one, origination and points, because right. they're usually right next to each other. Could you explain how that works? Because I think a lot of people are kind of confused on that, too. That's a good point. Uh, as far as the origination fee is just what that is. Okay, that is the lender's fee. There's no getting on on that. That's whatever lender determines what that fee will be. Now, understand, and discount points are prepaid interest, okay? Sometimes they can run hand in hand because the way the interest rates are tiered in the market with the buy prices, mm-hmm. they can offer rates, and I'm sure you've probably seen this. We're going to give you three and seven, eight, 30 year fixed money with zero origination zero discount points. That's just called premium pricing the rate. They're bumping the rate up to absorb the origination fee and any discount points, any prepaid interest they had to basically pay or whatever the price is on that uh-huh. rate. Okay? So a lot of, it just depends. They'll differentiate, you know, origination fee and discount points, and sometimes they run hand in hand. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you doing this. I hope this has been informative. I know that I I think of my job sometimes boring, you know, when you talk about financing and so forth, but I'm pretty passionate about it. And I love talking to people about buying homes. If you're like us, you probably have quite a number of accounts between the two of you, including your old 401ks. It can be difficult to stay on top of everything, especially when your old employer switches providers, which is what happened with my husband. Here's where our sponsor Capitalize can help. Capitalize helps you find and roll over an old 401k into an IRA of your choice for free. They handle the entire process. And yes, that includes calling your old employer or the 401k provider on your behalf. If you're ready to make managing your old 401ks much easier, find out more at simplifyandenjoy.com slash capitalize. Before we wrap up, I want to highlight some key takeaways I grabbed from my interview with Wendy. The first is give yourselves permission to ask questions. This is a huge purchase, if not the biggest purchase you're going to make. So you want to make sure that you feel comfortable with the budget that you have and the numbers that are in front of you. If there's some paperwork that you don't completely understand, have them walk you through it. After all, they're supposed to be working for you. This is your team. Make sure that they're giving you good advice, which leads to the second takeaway. Get comfortable with shopping around and comparing rates and lenders. You're assembling a team. So you wanna make sure that you're both happy with the numbers and the people behind it. They should be working with you and they should be giving you a clear explanation of what to expect with costs, both with buying a home and going forward. That connects to the last takeaway. I know we all get excited about that moment when you buy the house, but you have to think beyond the mortgage payment. Factor into your budget moving expenses if you have to buy appliances, setting up the utilities, repairs that you may have to make, and the maintenance of owning a home. Those can add up quickly, so make sure that when you run the numbers, you include those as well. Don't forget, if you want to have some extra cash in your savings and 
need to revamp your budget, we have a free course called Five Days to 5K. It walks you through step-by-step on how to find, save, and earn some extra cash. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash 5K. Special thanks to Wendy and Coastal. As always, I'll have the links to the resources we've mentioned today, plus more over in our show notes at Couple Money. I want you to be prepared as you go house hunting this season. Thank you so much for your support. Couple Money Podcast is made possible because of listeners like you. Every tweet, Facebook like, and comment you make gets the word out so more families can work as a team on their money and more. I really appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.